Hello, friends and neighbors. Welcome to the show. I'm Precious D. And I'm Honey Bee. And we are actually together in the same room. What? For the first time since the first episode. <laughs> and today we are discussing Gamera versus Gaos, also known as Giant Monster Dogfight Gamera versus Gaos. <laughs> That's the translation of the Japanese title which I don't have in front of me. It's from 1967 in color, 86 minutes, directed by Noraki Yausa, and it had a budget of 60 million yen. I don't know what the box office was. Dang. Featured monsters are Gamera and Geos, and they are somewhere between 60 and 80 meters. And Ga uh, Gamera's 60 to 80 meters, and Geos is 85 to 88 meters. I think that might be their size, like, from all the movies. So I think in this one, they're probably 60 and 85, respectively. And the death count is 218. Oh. Yeah. Okay. A lot. That is a lot. It's mostly Gaos, I think. Yeah, I think so. Totally. It's gotta be. Gams is on our side. Yes. Gaos is a dick. <laughs> he is a shovel-headed Rodan wannabe. Yeah! I was thinking that too. Very Rodan-esque. I feel like this movie is kind of a few movies blended together, actually. But yeah, I feel like he's very Rodan-esque with his shovel head. <laughs> uh, Kojira Hongo is back playing Shiro Tutsumi. We saw him in Gamera vs. Baragon and Return of Daimajin. And we will see him in again in Gamera vs. Virus. But he plays a different part every time. Nice. <laughs> Kichijiro Ueda plays Tetsuemon Kanamura, and Reiko Kashahara plays Sumiko Kanamura. Nayuki Abe plays Ichi Kanamura. So that is a, a father, a daughter, and a younger brother. Ichito! Oh. Yeah. And those are our main characters. Teru Aragaki plays Gamera. Shout out. I don't have who played Geos. He might, have been, he might have been mostly a puppet. Not completely, though. Yeah. While he was flying, probably. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's so good to be in front of you. Well, thank you. Yeah, it's so different. Usually, I'm in my car, <laughs> in a parking lot somewhere, and you're in, in your my, closet. In my closet, yes. <laughs> yeah. We're at a third location right now, recording together. Wow. So here's our summary that I got from... Wikizilla, because it had a longer one than Wikipedia. Wikipedia, yeah. Hell yeah. Thanks, Wikizilla. A chain of earthquakes and seismic activity across Japan causes Mount Fuji to erupt. Mount Fuji frequently erupts in these movies. <laughs> the eruption lures Gamera, who lands in the mouth of the volcano and consumes the molten lava. A team of United Nations scientists travel to Shizuka Prefecture in the vicinity of Mount Fuji to investigate the strange phenomena by helicopter. And notice a bizarre green glow emanating from a cavern in the mountains. Suddenly, a yellow laser shoots out of the cavern and slices the helicopter in half, 
killing everyone aboard. Damn. Experts cannot determine what destroyed the chopper, but believe it had nothing to do with Gamera or the eruption of Mount Fuji. Amidst this confusion, foreman Shiro Tsutsumi is ordered by his superiors at Express Engineering Corporation to resume construction of a highway in the area. I will say this volcano footage looks really great. Yeah. Like the the footage was really good. I was like, dang, is this, what is this? This is, this is good, good, good footage here. It didn't feel like old movie that we're like trying to believe that there's a volcano erupting. Oh, I liked it. That's good. Okay. Unfortunately, local villagers are obstructing and sabotaging the efforts of Tatsumi's crew, believing they can receive a greater selling price for their land by doing so. Shouldn't they have already agreed on the price at this point? Because they act like they're ready to start building the road, and the boss is like, get those villagers out of there, <laughs> as if this has all already been decided. Yeah, I didn't I get this. I, I didn't really understand the whole, like, throughout the whole thing that they were like, oh, are we going to sell our land? Should we sell the land? It's like, it's happening right now. How do you have time to, like... Yeah, this all should have already been worked out. Yeah, how do you have time to, like, while this is happening? It seems like this is a corporation that's been formed just to build this road, mm -hmm. which is how corporations used to work. The original idea was, well, we need a road built or a bridge or a dam or something will mm -hmm. film a form a corporation to do that complete the job and then disband but if, obviously that's turned into a different structure over time but i get the impression that that it is just the their job to build this road hmm. if not it certainly seems to be all they do is build roads <laughs> but yeah why wasn't this all worked out ahead Before, of time yeah and i thought we were going to get the greedy corporate bad guy mm -hmm. but over the course of the movie, it seems like the corporation's the good guy and the <laughs> villagers are the bad guys, or at least they're the ones that feel bad about being greedy. Mm -hmm. I mean, if you make your living on a farm and they're going to take it to build a road, you should try to get as much as you can. Yeah, seriously. But yeah, they feel bad later for being greedy, for <laughs> trying to maximize the uh, capitalist structure to their advantage for change. I don't know. Ay, ay, ay. Uh, anyway, during a standoff between Setsumi's crew and several villagers, a reporter named Okabe sneaks into the village to, to get a glimpse of the mysterious green glow. Uh, he is caught snooping by Ichi Kanemura, the grandson of Tatsuman Kanemura, the Which, village elder. This is our, our Panchito character, Eichito. Yes, yes. And we really get those in these Gamera movies. Yeah, we do. And I, did you, I feel like the last time I really liked the kid and you really didn't, or maybe just didn't care as much. Did you like this kid? Uh, he was all right. What? He was, well, he, he wasn't. Was all right? <laughs> he wasn't depressed and sad like yeah, the last one. he was one. great. <laughs> he was so great. I love this one. This okay. is one of my favorite Panchitos. I, I did like. like when he came out and started throwing his toys at the yeah, guys that he were was, he's a the villagers. <laughs> I love this guy. I love this one. He's my he's one of my favorite Panchito characters. Okay. Yeah. Okabe convinces Ichi to guide him into the cavern so he can get a scoop on the green glow. So here we have another reporter character, mm -hmm. but this one's not quite as heroic as <laughs> some of the others that we've seen. <laughs> Yeah, he's a douchebag, in fact, yeah. we find out in about five minutes. Yeah, 
when they reach the cave, the ground begins to shake and the cave's ceiling begins to collapse. Okabe ditches Ichi and runs out of the cave, but is caught in the grasp of a huge bat-like creature, which promptly eats him whole. Yes. And also, I want to say in this part, the monster, have you ever seen those things where it's like, you have to guess if it's like a potato or a corgi? Or like, or, or which Pokemon is it? Yeah, or it's like, it's like, it'll be like, is it this or is it cake? Uh-huh. You know, and it's like, it looks like a Chick-fil-A sandwich, but they like slice it and it's a piece of cake. Uh-huh. The monster in this moment just looks like cake. Like he looks <laughs> like a, he does. I'm not kidding you. I even rewound it because I was like, wow, he just looks like a, like a cake you would make for someone's birthday of like a monster head. He mm-hmm. just looks like a, a big cake. Not the whole movie, just in this little spot that we get him. Like, it's just like a headshot in his mouth and he just looks like a cake. I was like, well, uh, okay. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been our segment. Is it kaiju or is it cake? <laughs> uh, yep. Uh, the creature turns its attention to Ichi and grabs him, but Gamera arrives and attacks the monster. The monster spits a laser from its mouth, which cuts through Gamera's flesh and nearly slices his arm off. I made a note about how it just keeps hitting the exact same spot mm-hmm. on Gamera's arm very precisely. Yeah, and we get a lot of goop in this movie. Yeah. This is our first goopy moment. Yeah. They all bleed weird colors, though. Mm-hmm. Like I love green, that. Green and purple and stuff. Uh, Gamma recedes into his shell and rolls down a hill, slamming into his enemy and causing it to drop Ichi, who Gamma catches in his hand. Yay. Gamma places Ichi on his back and flies to the village, where he releases Ichi safe and sound before flying away. But not like regular Gamma flies, where he like spins, 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 spins. Since he has Ichi, he like flies like yes, a normal. He doesn't like he doesn't make him dizzy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Make him throw up. <laughs> he doesn't fly like he normally. So does. they it keeps saying laser here, but I think they tell us later that it's um, some kind of supersonic, hypersonic sound wave that they're using to do the cutting oh really i don't remember that at all yeah yeah it's got to do with his double uh, oh his double throat his his double throat his y-shaped throat (laughs) that they're just guessing yeah yeah totally pulled it out of their ass uh the jsdf uh i think that's the defense force meets to discuss countermeasures against the new monster with which ichi names geos I love that. I Based love on that his he, roar? I love that he named it. He was just like, hello, everyone. He's sitting in this meeting. He's just like, hello, everyone. This is the monster's name. I named it. Okay, carry on with your yeah. adult shit. Based on its roar. And then one of the guys says, so the creature, and he goes, Gaos! <laughs> his fucking name is Gaos! <laughs> I named him. I am eight-year-old. This is science. Yeah. Uh, but Gaos uh, easily shoots down a squadron of fighter jets. When they fly over his lair using its laser, which scientists determined to be an incredibly high-frequency sonic beam. See? Oh, okay. So it's not a laser. Uh, the JSDF calls off the attack, but that night, Gaos emerges and feeds on local livestock. <laughs> After learning what? They always, don't they always? Yeah, they yes. always gotta feed. Well, yeah. I mean, you know, big animals. <clears throat> I get it. It's just funny <laughs> after learning that gaos is a nocturnal creature well doesn't ichi tell him this? yes this is so funny he's like the the actual like people that are supposed to be in the know fighting this monster the adults okay mm-hmm. they're like scared of this they're like in this scary moment and ichi scares them and they're like ah aren't you scared little boy that this monster could come out at any time and he's like 
no, he only comes out at night. And they're like, what? He almost, he only comes out at night. He's like, yeah, I've been making a scrapbook. I'm like, everything this kid says is science and law in this movie. Yeah. He names the monster. He figures out it's noctur- nocturnal before the adults do. <laughs> It's so funny. Yeah, the actual scientist should have maybe noticed that. But. Seriously. <laughs> but no, Ichi's scrapbook is what finds out that um, that he's nocturnal. And then the, the military is just like, oh, great. He's nocturnal. Thanks, little kid. And just like, it's just law all of a sudden. I just love it. I love it so much. So after learning that Gaius is not a nocturnal creature, the JSDF sets up bright lights all around the village while Satsumi keeps watch. From the construction crew's base of operations. Yeah, this is another like, oh, Gaios hates lights. Yeah, Let's yeah. do this. But doesn't it flip again later? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like it always does. Like it always does. Yeah. <laughs> when Gaios still comes out of its lair that night, Tatsumi fires a flare to warn the village. Oh, uh, yeah. This is a big uh, philo here that the construction guys are in all the military meetings. Yeah, the, the two boobs. Because... Um, well, the, there's two clouds, but then there's uh, Satsumi. But they're, they're, most of the construction guys end up quitting because there's no work for them. But uh, no, I mean that they're having these meetings with some kind of government guys and this kid. <laughs> but the guys from the road company are also there just because they've been there. Yeah, totally. But they're having all these meetings in a hotel next to an amusement park? Question mark? <laughs> Because that'll be important in a minute. Yeah. Uh, so he fires a flare to warn the village. The JSDF attacks Gaos, but their forces are decimated and the beast takes flight and heads for Nagoya. Gaos terrorizes the city, destroying a train and eating the helpless passengers. As Gaos flies over the city, Gamera appears in the sky, having healed from his previous encounter with the fiendish beast. Oh, that's another moment. The Ichi moment is that after this meeting, he's like, he just says out loud (laughs) into the abyss of nothing like, man, I hope Gamera's at the bottom of the ocean healing his foot. (laughs) And then it's like a scene of Gamera at the bottom of the ocean (laughs) healing his foot. And Ichi's just sitting at this meeting, screaming into the abyss, Gamera! Like, get better soon! (laughs) But he's sitting at this meeting. It's just so funny. Oh my gosh. Oh, I love it. Uh, Gamera tries to ram into Gaius in the air, but Gaius emits a yellow powder that extinguishes Gamera's flame and causes him to fall into the ocean. Uh, there is a lot of, this is, the title is a dogfight, mm-hmm. giant monster dogfight, and there is a lot of uh, air combat in this one. <laughs> air, air combat. Gaius, let's see. Uh, yeah, and he's got this, what is with this powder? I don't know. I he's, don't get it. I'm just saying, he's got too much going on. He's yeah. got his sonic beam and fire suppression system. Oh, and it turns out is a vampire, <laughs> which is why he can't go out in the sun. I God, guess I really hated that. Like that's the worst. Uh, yeah, we'll get to that in a second. Oh, Gaius flies over the ocean, but Gamera erupts from the water and bites down on Gaius's foot. As the sun begins to rise, Gaius de- desperately severs his own foot so he can escape before the sun rises completely. The next morning, Gaius's severed foot is discovered and brought into a laboratory for study. Scientists learn that sunlight eats away at Gaius's flesh and is lethal to the creature. <laughs> the big rubber foot keeps getting smaller and smaller as, as, as it is exposed to uh, 
to sunlight. To light, yeah. Hi, this is Linda Miller, and you are listening to Monster Movie Funtime Go. The JSDF formulates a new anti-Gaos plan because Gaos feeds on human blood. They will fill a giant bowl with artificial blood and place it above a giant turntable located on top of a hotel in the village near Gaius's lair. This is disgusting, <sighs> yeah. okay? Because not only they say that it, it's artificial blood, it looks like blood, but it smells like blood. Well, yeah, That's how else what, are you going to get him? Yeah, by- exactly. That is fucking disgusting i don't know if any of you i hope none of you do i hope none of you know what blood like smells like it's fucking disgusting i mean i think we have a general idea just you know from cutting your finger or whatever but yeah but like in that right in that amount like i'm talking like ugh, they're like spraying it into the air (laughs) oh i don't think it mentioned earlier when gamera sets down ichi he puts him down on a ferris wheel Yeah. That so this is the amusement park that's right next to the hotel where all the military meetings take place. Not only does he set him down on a Ferris wheel, but then he does this hand thing like <laughs> like a little handshake. And uh, um, what's his name? Tetsuo Tetsui goes up the Ferris wheel to get him back down. So now, and I think at the hotel there's one of there's one of those rotating restaurants. <laughs> I think that's what they're making this thing out of. <laughs> there's a lot going on here. So, yeah. <laughs> there's a- going on in this movie. you know the, they'll have these like on some kind of a tower there's one in san antonio oh yeah one in, in dallas Seattle. yeah, yeah. Uh, there'll be some kind of a spire with a rotating restaurant on it so they may so the turntable on top of the hotel is some kind of a restaurant that they're going to put the fountain of blood on and then start up the turntable in order to make him dizzy yeah and this will keep him in place until the sun comes up uh while the plan is put into action, Gaius regenerates its severed foot while resting in its cave. This part was pretty cool. It looks pretty cool when he was growing his little toesies back. Uh-huh. They just sort of pushed out of the yeah, stump. Yeah, I liked it. It was good. Once the trap is set just More an goop. hour before sunrise, Gaius emerges from his cave and lands on the turntable to drink the artificial blood. Oh, God, this is so gross. <laughs> the device begins spinning rapidly, rendering Gaius dizzy and unable to move. Just as the sun is rising, the turntable's motor gives out and explodes, triggering a fire at a nearby substation and causing the device to shut down. Gaius regains his balance and extinguishes the fire with his vapor, then destroys the hotel in retaliation before returning to his lair. The next day, Express Engineering decides it's done dealing with Gaius and the villagers and decides to reroute the highway. Like, fuck this shit. <laughs> we'll just build a highway somewhere else. And when the villagers learn about this, they're enraged and fr- confront Kanamura at his home. Ichi throws his toys at the mob of villagers. That's my favorite part. Tells them to leave his grandfather alone and stop being greedy. Thus runs away crying. Mm. Ichi's older sister, Sumiko, confronts him. This is the first time they've mentioned her in this summary yeah but she but is she's been there around all yeah she's, she's the, been there all along the movie, yeah. she chastised the crowd earlier i think there's a threat of a romance that doesn't really go anywhere sort of it's like a weird she seems moment. she seems to like our our lead dude but i don't think it goes anywhere Mm-mm. and he tells her 
that all of this trouble would be over if Gamera returned to kill Gaius once and for all. He says that since Gamera is drawn to fire, and Gaius hates it, a huge forest fire could bring Gamera there and lead to Gaius's defeat. Surely nothing will go wrong <laughs> with his plan. Kanemura overhears Ichi and decides to propose his plan to the JSDF. Tatsumi tells Kanemura that the JSDF and the JSDF that he will help put the plan into action and will reroute the highway back through the village once this is all over. Trees in the forest around the village are chopped down and covered in gasoline, then ignited once Gaios comes out of its cave. Gaios tries to extinguish the flames, but Gamera sees them and lands for final confrontation with his foe. He... Fight. Gaius fires its sonic beam at Gamera, but he retracts into his shell, which protects him from the beam. Gaius grabs Gamera while he is in his shell and continually carries him into the sky and throws him to the ground. After he becomes lodged in the side of a hill, Gamera grabs hold of a boulder and throws it into Gaius's mouth, preventing <laughs> him from using his sonic beam. Gamera grabs Gaius and takes flight, carrying him to the summit of Mount Fuji. Gamera bites down on Gaius's neck and drags them both into the volcano's crater. Gaius fires one last sonic beam into the air, then succumbs to the molten lava and burns to death. Damn! Gamera flies out of the crater and into the horizon while Ichi waves and calls after him. <laughs> and it's really great because this, like, really, like, catchy song is, like, at the end. And it as soon as the song ends, like, the last beat of the song, it's just, like, Gamera's roar and then blackout. <laughs> it's very well done. was really cool that i liked that we didn't get to in the summary was there's this part where gaios lasers a car in half <laughs> do you remember that no you don't there's like these guys like driving oh down yeah 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 like, no i wrote a note i said it was like it was a freaking herbie movie yes it's so funny and they like stop and the guy like gets out and gets on the yeah. other, like, other half of the I car i did make a note about that the car keeps going like it's a herbie movie yeah it was so funny <laughs> that was my favorite Gaius. Gaius. So, what are your feelings and thoughts? And so, whatnot? I... I didn't hate it. I, I I really love these movies. I love Gamera. I, I really like the Gamera movies so far. Um, and... Yeah, I thought there was some weird shit, you know, as per usual, but it was good. <laughs> it wasn't a bad movie, like... For sure. It was definitely held up to my Gamera expectations. I absolutely loved the little boy in this film. Um, and I love that everyone just listened to him. I feel like there's a lot of times, and this is real life, like people don't listen to kids. Yeah. No one like listens. They don't know anything. They're stupid, whatever. You know, we know everything because we're adults, but not in this movie. In this movie, everything this kid says is like, oh, yeah. Listen to that eight-year-old because science and we're going to do it. I just loved it. I loved it so much. I I loved that he loved Gamera so much. There's a part in the beginning where 
when the reporter comes in and he's like, show me the way. And Ichi's like, no, I couldn't do that. That would make me a traitor. I'm not going to show you. And he's like, well, Gamera might be down there. And he's like, <laughs> oh, shit. You know, like, if Gamera's down there, I got to go. You know, so we still had that same kind of, like, love for Gamera, like the first kid did, the first little boy in the Gamera movie, mm-hmm. where he was, like, you know, so, so obsessed with... He thought, well, maybe because he thought it was Pepito, his little turtle. <laughs> but still, I just loved it. I loved the movie. I, I felt like it was it was a good movie, especially for for uh, this other studio, which I... <laughs> Dying. Yeah. Um, I don't know how I feel about shovel-headed vampire Rodan. Yeah, there's a lot going on with that guy. Uh, let's see. Uh, I wrote, this kid yells a lot. <laughs> into, no- into the nothingness. He just yells constantly. Yeah. Uh, we did have a film presentation, I think, and a slide presentation. Mm-hmm. So that's With sketches. Fun. Yeah. With sketches. Um, oh, yeah, that was, yeah, the slide presentation was about how Gaios... They speculate, they have no reason to believe this, but they speculate he has like a Y-shaped esophagus. Mm-hmm. And, and, that, and, and they say, they Double actually throat. say that they have no reason to believe this. <laughs> They're very blunt about it. They're like, this is completely a guess. Yeah. I, and it may not be true, but this is what we're going with. Something about his roar maybe makes them think. I don't know, but something know. something else with that is that he can't turn his neck. Yes, because of that, he can't turn his neck. I mean, it is true that he can't turn his neck, and they <laughs> suspect that that's why. I think maybe they're just writing in excuses for the limits of the suit that maybe, they built. <laughs> maybe so. Yeah, maybe there was too much going on with old... What? Good monster fights? Yeah. I really loved the goop in this movie. <laughs> we had some, like, a little bit of gory monster blood, mm-hmm. which I enjoyed, especially because it was colorful. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. I also, I didn't realize how many Gamera movies there are until there's I was a, looking this 11, one up. I believe. Yeah, Maybe there's 12. so many. I think there's 12 so all together. That's so funny. So, yeah. Not as much as Godzilla, but still a lot. Still it's a more lot. Than, it's more than King Kong. Yeah, and they're good movies. People keep hoping they'll do a new one. Some people hope they'll somehow be able to do a crossover with godzilla i don't think that's gonna happen yeah just because it's two different studios yeah yeah so i mean they could work out a deal but uh, i don't know i don't know that it's in godzilla's interest to do that mm-hmm. so uh, who knows though yeah because they're like i guess would they be fighting against someone else like together well they up. would they would fight each other first mm-hmm. and then they would have to get together to fight somebody else <laughs> that's that's what would happen yeah you're right because our current version of god of godzilla is mostly a good guy mm-hmm. even in godzilla versus kong when he was being a bad guy it was because he was reacting to something mm-hmm. that was that was not right uh i have a little bit of kaiju news we usually do this at the top of the show but i forgot it's a few weeks old by the time this comes out, but that Apple uh, Monarch sure. show, mm-hmm. it's going to star Kurt Russell oh. and his son Wyatt Russell. Oh. They might be playing the same character at different ages. Hot. Which I don't think Wyatt looks that much like Kurt. I'm not sure that's a good idea. <laughs> 
Uh, I don't know if that's actually been confirmed, though. Let me see what this article says, or if it does. Anyway, they, I mean, they look enough alike to play father and son. Sure. But I don't think they look enough alike to play the same person. I mean, we talked about this recently. They tried to make Joseph Gordon-Levitt look like Bruce Willis. Yeah. So, does it matter? Acting! <laughs> so, I, and and I, there was some pictures floating around the internet of early, uh, they've actually begun filming it. Oh, cool. And there was some pictures. It looked like a sort of army or hospital uh, outpost like tent kind of situation mm-hmm. so probably a, a triage center for a monster attack or something and there was also some footage of people on a beach where you, you can hear the director going okay everybody look up now okay you can see it it's huge okay start running everybody oh scream and run hell yeah oh my God, so something so is coming up out of, no I think that was actually for the Godzilla Kong sequel the tents were from the TV show, but the beach scene, I think, is for the Godzilla and Kong number two, or Kong and Godzilla number Dang. two. So there's a lot going on right now. There is a lot going on right now. So there you go. There you have it. Well, folks, it's kind of a short one today, but what do you want for nothing? <laughs> We will be back next week with... What are we back with next week? Gappa! The Trifibian Monster. The Trifibian Monster. So this week's movie was on uh, Prime, I think. And it might also be on Pluto. Gappa, I believe, is on Pluto and Tubi and probably Prime also. You should be able to find it. I found Gappa on YouTube. Oh, well. There you go. Mm -hmm. So... It is not by Dai or Toho. It's by Nikatsu Corporation. Ooh, a new guy <laughs> sliding in. So we'll uh, we'll talk about that next week. Well, how many stars are you giving this? Oh, film? yeah, uh, two and a half. Cool. I'm gonna say three. Okay. All right. Okay. So there you go, folks. Thanks for joining us. Check us out on all our social media sites. Subscribe and share and rate us on the iTunes and all that great stuff. And that'll be it for now. Remember to keep calm and seek shelter in basements. And please don't misuse science. We won't see you, but you will hear us next time on Monster Movie Fun Time Go. Woo! You've been listening to Monster Movie Fun Time Go. If you enjoyed the show, please rate and review us on your podcasting platform of choice. Our theme song is by the Texacato Folk Rock Punk featuring Lita Lopez. You can support the show, find links to our social media, and even leave us a voice message at anchor.fm slash mnftg. Fun time go!